Hi, you're listening to This Is Not Your Practice Life. I'm your host, Macy Renee, and we are going on a journey together, my friends. I'm a certified life and emotional intelligence coach. And if you really want to step into your highest self, there are a few non-negotiables you're going to have to learn, and I am just the person to help you do it. No matter your past, I'm here to help you create a more fulfilling future. So stick around with me. Not only will I teach you how to navigate your brain's daily mind drama, but I'll help you actually understand your mind, your emotions, why you do the things you do, and why others do the things they do. Most importantly, I'll help you build the self-awareness skills to create whatever results you want. It's never too late to change the trajectory of your life. After all, this is not your practice life. Good morning, my friends. Welcome back to another episode of This Is Not Your Practice Life podcast. My name is Macy, and I am so excited you're joining me today. And we're going to be talking today about making decisions and how to do that from your highest self and why that's so important. But really quickly before we do that, there's a few things that I just want to share. So you're probably going to be able to hear it in my voice, but I'm jumping out of my skin if you're listening to this by the time it releases or when it freshly releases, I should say. I will likely be on an Uber in the airplane or touching down at the beach for this this week's retreat for the hybrid experience. Um, if you're not sure what the hybrid experience is, this is my six-month advanced emotional intelligence program where the women in there um, work deeper on improving their emotional intelligence and learning concepts that we don't cover um, in my other programs or the podcast. And um, they get a hybrid of one-on-one coaching and group coaching over the course of six months. And after the six months are over, we come together for a luxurious in-person retreat. So that is this week. And what I want to invite you to do, if you've never seen one of my retreats before, if you're curious as to what they look like, then make sure you're following me on my Facebook business page or on Instagram under Macy Renee Coaching and keep an eye on the stories. I do want to try and be as present as possible for this retreat, but I also want to showcase as much as I can on the stories. So that's where all the goodies are going to be. If you're not interested in seeing that, you might as well snooze me this week or not pay attention. But otherwise, that is the place to be to make sure you don't miss out on what this looks like. And the reason being is because round three for the hybrid experience will start in July. Enrollment is currently open for that. And Instead of Florida again for round three's retreat, I am hosting my very first international retreat and you need to grab your passport because we're going to Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. I will be renting a private villa that is fully equipped with a private concierge, a private butler, a private chef, and more. So you don't want to miss the third round of the hybrid experience. And the reason that it's important for you to be aware of it now is because February is the only month and the last month where you can join using a six-month payment plan. So if you prefer monthly installments over the course of six months, 
this month is the last month to take advantage of that. You'll want to go to macyrenee.com, click the hybrid experience, scroll down to where you can enroll and you will see the option where you can either pay in full or do a six month payment plan. That link for the six month payment plan will expire at 1159 Eastern Standard Time. Uh, that's PM. So 1159 PM Eastern Standard Time on the last day of February. If you wait, that link will have expired and you will not be able to use it, okay? So if it's important for you to get into next round, you've been eyeballing it, your soul has been calling you to it, but maybe you need a little bit longer to pay it off than paying in full, um, go ahead and sign up before the end of February and I can't wait to welcome you to this space. All right, you guys, let's talk about making decisions from your highest self. What does this look like? Why do we do it this way? What's so important about making our decisions from our highest self? So here's the deal. Let me first break down the way that I view highest self. Um, this might be different for every single person, but I can tell you that for me, the way that I identify along with highest self is the most self-aware healed version of myself that makes decisions from the future I want to have and the place I want to be, not what I fear, not from a place of anxiety, not from a place of limiting beliefs, and not from a place of doubt. So my highest self is the version of me that basically has, you know, envisioned what I want my life to look like and from that vision, that is how I make my decisions. So your vision is unique to you. There is no right or wrong way to visualize what you want for your life. And there are so many ways to visualize what you want for your life. It may be experiences you want to have in your life. It may be how you want to be treated or talked to the kind of relationships that you want to experience and have, whether it's friendship, romance, family relationships, um, creating your own family, right? It can be materialistic things, things that you want to own or things you want to have. It can be vacations that you want to take. It can be the home that you live in or the memories that you want to create for your life specifically. There's no wrong way to create the vision for yourself. Your vision even includes how you carry yourself and maybe the way that you speak or the things that make you feel alive or brave or the qualities that you want to have. And when you get really clear on the vision, which is the first step, you have to start practicing getting in the mind of the version of yourself you desire to be. So for me, it was like I would watch public speakers and my everyday Macy, my everyday self would freak out thinking about ever public speaking. It still does. <laughs> still to this day, I get nervous thinking about ever being um, on a stage or public speaking. Even though I've done versions of it throughout the last you know, several years, um, whether it's been a sm super small scale or a pretty decent size scale, like maybe, you know, 2000 or so people, it still feels terrifying. But when I visualize my highest self, I always think of like women, even men that I admire that can get on stage 
and speak with such eloquence and poise and confidence, or at least look confident and be able to get their message across. And when I think of my highest self, she's able to do that. Even if my current self feels like it's impossible, my highest self will resonate with, I want to be able to do that. It feels daunting and scary and terrifying, but I really admire these people. That's a quality I would love to have. So when you're visualizing the version of yourself that you desire to be, it's really important that you understand it may feel impossible as you're visualizing it. It may feel scary. It may bring on anxiety and your brain may even have some immediate doubts like, no, that could never be us. It sounds cool, but it could never be us. Okay. But you want to hone in on those things that your soul kind of draws you in on, you know, things like these are the type of friendships I desire to have. These are the type of people I want to surround myself with. These are the qualities and traits I want to embody for myself. This is the kind of mindset I want to have. These are the type of emotional reactions I'd like to have. These are the materialistic things that maybe I would like to own or the experiences I want to experience in my life before my time is up. You get really clear on visualizing this version of yourself and then you get to work on what skills need to be developed for you to actually be her or for your guy him, right? So what has to happen in my life to actually be my highest self? And from that place, then you make decisions from your highest self, okay? Not from fear, not from the version you are right now in this moment that's maybe freaking out or scared or thinks it's impossible. What you have to do is access the strongest, most emotionally intelligent, strong mindset version of yourself, even if it doesn't totally feel true and make decisions from that place. You want to make decisions as if you already have all the things in your life you could ever want and all the things that you desire and hope to have. You make decisions from her right now. So for instance, when I'm thinking of the public speaker version of myself, the highest self version. If someone asked me to do some sort of public speaking engagement, my initial Macy response is to say no. (laughs) My initial response is to be like, actually, hell to the no, because I'm nervous and I'm anxious and I probably can't do it and I don't want to have anxiety for weeks leading up to it. Hell no, no, no. That's what Every day Macy wants to say, but if that's actually who I want to be as my highest self, I can't make decisions from everyday Macy. I have to make decisions from the woman, the future me, the version that I desire, desire to be the highest self version of myself. And I know if my highest self speaks on stages and public speaks and holds herself with such eloquence and poise and confidence that I have to make decisions as her before I feel ready. Before I feel ready, okay? 
So if someone asks me as much as I want to be like, no, 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 hell no. What I will do in that moment is ask myself, what would my highest self do? My highest self would say yes. Meanwhile, my current self is screaming. Okay, that's what you have to understand. My current self is screaming at me. But my highest self just knows it's what we would do. So we say yes. And in the process of that, I grow into the version of myself that becomes more confident and that can speak with eloquence and poise and carry herself really well. We don't get where we want to be by just hoping and wishing and thinking, oh, one day that sounds nice. We get where we want to be by embodying that version of ourself before we feel ready. So I'm thinking about even one of my clients. One of my clients and I, we've been working together for a while. And we had talked about, you know, her even getting coaching paid for at her company. But in the beginning, when we would have these conversations, she would talk about how her work never pays for anything. She can't even get them to do a review. They hardly ever give a raise. She has to be on them all the time. You know, the owner is pretty kind of cranky and, you know, just in his own, in his own world, old school, like it probably wouldn't work. And I just started asking her, like, what would your highest self do? And her highest self was like, I would just be confident in what coaching provides and I would probably ask if they would pay for it. And I said, and what would your high, how would your highest self respond if it was a yes or a no? And she started exploring that. Like, how would I carry myself through if it was a no? And how would I carry myself through if it was a yes? Or how would I carry myself through if they wanted more information and I had to find more answers? And what was amazing is we were doing this work together and each week I would, you know, coach her on making sure that when she showed up to work to ask for what she wanted or to present what she wanted, to do it from her highest self and the version of herself that believed that the coaching would just be paid for. How would she show up if she fully believed it was just going to be paid for? And you know what happened? It took several weeks, but it was paid for. And she's actually in this second round of the hybrid experience. She was in the first round and she wanted to do the second round and they paid for it. And so now she's going to be on her way to Florida this week. She's probably listening to this podcast and she knows who she is and I'm very proud of her. But that took her being her highest self to make those decisions and to embody those skills and what she wanted before she felt ready. It would have been easier to be in fear and in doubt and in limitations of, I don't think they'll do it. They never do anything like that. It takes them forever to review. I never get a raise. They're probably going to say no. That's the everyday version of us. That's what we're up against with our brain. But what would your highest self do? What if you just made decisions from your highest self? How does that woman make her decisions? Oftentimes, those decisions are not based in fear. They're not based in doubt. They're not based in overthinking or overanalyzing. They're based on what you want in your life and going after the things you want in your life, trusting that 
you have it already, that it's in the cards, it's in the bank, you've got it, you've secured it, it's what you've wanted. And it's, if it's inevitable, how do you make your decisions? So this is what I do with everything. Whenever I'm making decisions about anything, whether I'm investing money into something or there's something I want to do or an experience I want to have, um, you know, I always ask myself, what would my highest self do? That version of Macy that just really trusts that everything's going to work out, that has all of the things that she wants, that knows her vision is inevitable, the whole dream board is inevitable. How does she make decisions? It's so important to really hone in on that. Another example of this today, I had a consult with someone new and I immediately thought, oh my gosh, this person's amazing on the consult. She said something so profound. You know, she said, I'm, I'm working on myself and I would definitely say that I thought I was very, very emotionally intelligent. And then I started listening to the podcast and realized I had more work to do. And we got to talking about money and she talked about some of her fears and some scarcity that comes up and fear of investing in herself. And, you know, before I could even open my mouth to have any kind of response or reply or ask her more questions, she said, I just recognize that I can't keep doing the same things and expect something different. And I have such stories around debt but I know that in order for me to get myself out of debt and to explore careers and options and maybe even entrepreneurship and what I want to do, I know I have to make decisions that scare me and that will feel like it's digging me in a deeper hole in order to get out of the hole. And I told her that was so profound because that's highest self-thinking. Like when you're thinking, let's say if you want a different career or you're thinking about starting a business and you imagine your highest self being a six-figure business owner or a multimillionaire business owner or, you know, in a CEO position or a big-time, you know, lead management role in your current workplace, there's a version of you that has to make different decisions than your everyday version would now. And a lot of times it's looking at where fear tries to stop you and make decisions, trusting that that decision is getting you one step closer to where you want to be. So even though she's not in a place where she even has the business formed, you know, she ended up saying yes to coaching and she really walked herself through that decision from her highest self. Like what would my highest self do if I knew I had a business and it was already successful and clients were going to come to it and I was making the money I wanted to make and I was able to travel and do amazing things with my family. What would that version of me do? What would that version of me say when it comes to making this decision about coaching? Right? And there and there are two different sides of us. There's the version that says I'm scared, I don't know. I you know, I'm not really sure if I can see it working or changing and that's like the everyday um cyclical part of ourselves that gets stuck in cycles. It makes decisions from where we've always made decisions and it keeps us stuck and in our comfort zone. And then there's the version of us that really does make decisions from where we're wanting to go and where we believe we will end up by making that decision. How will your highest self make the decision? 
And again, when it's not rooted in fear and overthinking and overanalyzing and it's rooted in trust and really believing that you are going to step into the version you've always wanted to be, how does she or he make those decisions? Let that be your guide. You know, let that be your guide for how you move forward in anything that you do. You know, if you feel afraid to send your resume out, what would your highest self do? If you feel afraid to communicate your truthful feelings to someone, what would your highest self do? If you admire public speakers, but you're scared to death to do it, for yourself, but you're asked to do it in a group of 50 people, what would your highest self do? You know, if you knew that your dream life was possible and there was an investment that could help you get there, what would your highest self do? Make decisions from your highest self because she knows when you've really deeply tapped into the vision you want for your life and you're so connected to it and you see it and you dream about it and you're like, gosh, this is, this is what I want. These are the qualities I want to have. These are the things I want to experience. These are the things I maybe want to buy. This is what I want for my life. Time freedom, money freedom, whatever it is, the type of relationships you want, how you want to view yourself, your confidence in yourself. When you're so clear on that, and you make decisions from your highest self, what the version of you who already has it would do, then everything in your life starts to transpire the way you want it because you're not making your decisions from who you've been. You're making your decisions from the version you want to be and the version that you believe you already are. Okay, your highest self version. Believe in her now and make decisions from her now every single time. And doing that will get you closer and closer and closer and closer and closer to the life that you visualize for yourself, no matter how unique that is, okay? It's unique to every single person, but it's possible. No matter what's on your vision board, your dream board, in your mind, it is possible, but you can't make decisions from the person you've been for the last 20, 30, 40, 50, or 60 years. You have to make decisions from your future self, your highest self, the version of you that is going to take you where you're wanting to go. And a lot of times, your current brain is going to want to talk you out of it. So look at what the scary decision is, but the one that you really trust in your gut that's going to get you closer to where you want to be. Make decisions from her and she will not steer you wrong. Okay. Have a good day. I will talk to you next week after the retreat. I'm so excited. Make sure you're following me on Macy Renee coaching on Instagram or on Facebook and that way you won't miss a thing. And if you want to join us for round three, just make sure you go to MacyRenee.com and sign up before the end of February, specifically if you need or want the six-month payment plan. Okay, I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Hey there. Thank you so much for joining me on today's episode of This Is Not Your Practice Life podcast. If you'd like to connect on social media, you can find me on both Instagram and Facebook at Macy Renee Coaching. 
And if you want to stay up to date on all of my offers, announcements, and inspirational emails, you can join my email list at macyrenee.com. In addition, if there's a way that I can further support you in your coaching journey, you can schedule a free 60-minute consult at macyrenee.com anytime you want so we can discuss the best options for you. I look forward to seeing you next week and I hope you have an amazing day. Bye.